0: Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started.
1: Hello. Henry. Hi, Nicole. How have you been? Oh crazy. As you yeah. <laughs> I have also been crazy, but we're here.
0: Yeah. It's mostly good crazy. Like lots of love is in the air. Wedding season. Oh yes. So lots of travel, lots of adventures. Um, but it is nice to be kinda home and settled and relaxing.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely not relaxed, but <laughs> uh, like in any way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, I'm home until the end of the week, and uh, you guys will listen. This actually goes live before I leave, but I'm heading out to the Empower Retreat with the Sweat Pink Ladies. Yeah,
0: um, I'm so super jealous fun. that you get to go to that. Yeah. I was hoping I'd be able to go, but uh, it's my good friend's 40th B-Day.
1: Oh, well, that does sound fun too yeah it's gonna be a blast so I couldn't miss that yeah oh look I have notifications sorry if you hear any notifications I apologize Um, and Marie's
0: dealing with a cat emergency I am
1: dealing with cat cat emergencies and rabies (laughs) 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 which is not related to running but it might require me to drink a bottle of wine later we're gonna rename
0: this podcast cats bats and rabies
1: oh yeah (laughs) Totally. I could talk for like two hours right now on everything I've learned.
0: (laughs) So fill Um, fill everybody in on what's going on with your with your cat.
1: Yeah. Real quick, before we get into a different topic of conversation, I was hosting a bridal shower this past weekend. And my daughter informed me that there was a dead bat right on my front porch in front of my front door and not entirely sure which cat it was, but they definitely killed it. So I had to send that off for rabies testing, and the state of New York requires us, um, if because the cats weren't up to date on their vaccinations, I had just, like, adopted, if you want to call that, them from, like, I'd taken them in from somebody, so I hadn't had a chance to bring them to the vet yet. And, um, yeah, the state requires, if the bat can't be tested, because it had been a few days, that either they are quarantined for 45 days or euthanized, so um hopefully the bat bat can be tested and it comes back negative I think the incidence is only like one percent of bats that end up getting tested for rabies here at least is like are positive so it's probably very low
0: well that's what you get for being a nice person and taking in some cats
1: yeah I really suck (laughs)
0: lesson of the day don't do nice things
1: yeah. <laughs> Lesson of the day, uh, I don't know, stamped on your rabies vaccinations. Like, it sounds like such a chore until you have to deal with all the other crap that comes along with it. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope your kitties are okay.
1: Oh, they're fine. They're little predators. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, are you drinking any wine today?
1: Uh, yes, actually, it's a local wine. I'm mm. drinking a... Pinot Grigio from Bellhurst, which is a castle here on the Finger Lakes.
0: Oh, that sounds fancy.
1: Yes, and I'll be attending my niece's wedding there um, in two weekends.
0: Ooh, lovely.
1: Yes, yes. What about you?
0: Uh, so I'm actually sticking with water today. Loser. No, I know I'm lame, but lame. just had a like big weekend of wedding celebrations. So I had like four days in a row of drinking and I just need a little break. I hear you. Your liver's like, stop it, Nicole. You're hurting me. That's exactly what my liver sounds like.
1: We knew it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Sorry.
0: Anyway, we're back this week to talk about body image and running. Yes. Before we get into it, I just want to preface if kind of body image issues – might be a trigger for you. Uh don't listen to this episode. It's okay.
1: Exactly. You won't feel bad.
0: I'd rather you not listen than um listen and, you know, something bad come up or you know yeah. what else. But And we're not
1: experts at all. This right. is merely a conversation that we're having and you're tuning into. So definitely. This is Exactly. It's just a conversation. And the
0: reason this came up is um, I had a friend of mine in town visiting a few weeks ago, and we always run together. She's one of my best running friends, along with Anne-Marie. BRFs. BRFs for life. (laughs) (laughs) But she was showing me a runner that she follows on Instagram and just how she was proud of her because this runner – And I'm going to find her Instagram handle. I don't want to get it incorrect, Um, but I'll find that in a bit. But she is, I believe she's a mother, and she recently posted um, kind of a split-screen image of her running at a race. Mm -hmm. And the photos were taken, like, not even five seconds apart, and on one image, it's not the most flattering image of her. And then the next, she looks great. She looks strong right. and all that stuff. And her message was just, you know, like, don't always believe a photo. Like, these pictures were taken five seconds apart. Right. I had a great race. Like, I'm strong and beautiful and all this stuff. And I just loved it. And I, it just ha- got me thinking because I've definitely been guilty of, like, seeing a bad race photo of myself I mean, right. and not sharing it. Right. Because it wasn't flattering or like, you know, digging through photos to find the most flattering angle. And I mean, we all we all want pictures that are flattering of us, of course.
1: I mean, I, di- I know, and, and I'm guilty of the same thing. I actually wrote a blog post at some point in the last year, like, about, you know, how to get good race photos, like, hey, 10 tips for, you know, taking good race photos or getting good race photos or something, um, and then I I think I jinxed myself, because I swear every race since then, I'm like, what, what is going on here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I've, you know, I came back from... Um, like my surgery and everything like that. And I had lost some weight, but yeah, which isn't, shouldn't be indicative of anything. But when I look at some of these photos, I'm like, gosh, like maybe I shouldn't wear those tights or like, is that, is my shirt baggy or is that just like a weird angle or like, why am I making that face? And it's, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And then not sharing them or not, you know, just, just being totally feeling like disgusted with myself, which is not an okay thing to think like it it does depend and I I don't know like when I even take my own photos while running there's if you do like a burst like there are ones side by side like within seconds of each other where it's like oh I look like crap there and then here I look like I'm you know strong and you know tall and whatever like my form is better or my butt looks good or whatever it is 100
0: percent 100 percent and it and I just you know like regardless of when the photo was taken like you're running right like, you have a runner's body if you're a runner you have a runner's body and Absolutely. like we all have like we all have little issues like loose skin or cellulite or like you know I get chafing in my thighs because they touch like I don't have thigh gap and it's okay <laughs> right right but you know like it's it's okay to not always look your best, especially when you're racing and you're at like mile 21 of a marathon and you're tired as fuck and you're like, mm-hmm. you're not going to look great and it's okay that you don't look great. Like you're doing something really hard and you're awesome.
1: Oh, absolutely. There was, Oh, what was it? I think it was like the Boilermaker that I just said it. it was so hot. Like it wasn't as hot as previous years and whoever's listening to this can be like, it was your only one stop complaining. But, um, I I ran it and it just felt really hot. I don't like running in the heat. And the camera definitely captured a point where I was very uncomfortable for a second. And I'm just like, what is that face? Like, why am I doing that? And my form just looked all funky. But then, like, there was a picture I posted recently, too, of the same race where I was, like, I finished super strong. Like, it looked like I was power walking, but I I look strong. Do you know what I mean? So it's just sometimes the camera just snaps it at a weird time. And I hate, I have to add how like the angle that they take the photos
0: at <laughs> <laughs> well usually they're like kind of sitting on the sidelines like and they're low like, to the ground yeah exactly that's never it's not the best you like want it to you... be up high looking down on you you know Absolutely. so they don't get that double chin oh, but I mean <laughs> regardless you're still awesome um I found the girl's name correctly so that I don't oh. have to uh, give you the wrong and we'll of course tag her in the show notes and in our blog posts and stuff but her uh, Instagram handle is mile posts M-I-L-E-P-O-S-T-S, M-I-L-E-P-O-S-T-S. Um, she's the one that started that I run this body kind of movement right um, she's awesome um, but like you know she's a mom and she's a, she runs and so she has you know she has a she's super strong she has a killer body but she also has a mom and that takes a toll on your body as well um, so it's, she, she just posts some really inspiring stuff. So you should follow her cause she's, she's super cool. Yeah. She awesome. But yeah, I just want to kind of talk about like, I know a lot of people, one of the reasons I started running was to kind of lose weight after college. Um, and it was an inexpensive way to lose weight sure. and I found over the years that, you know, I learned through running, especially if you're doing endurance running that you You have to eat a lot more. If you're training for a half or for a full, you have to eat more than you're used to because Mm -hmm. you're burning so many calories. And I made the mistake during my first few races, my first marathon and my first couple halves, I was not fueling properly. I didn't know that you were supposed to take in like a hundred grams of carbohydrates every hour that you're running. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's what you're supposed to have. So I like wasn't really fueling at all. Like I'd have water, but that was it. And mm-hmm. I ended up getting a pretty bad injury after my second half marathon. And I'm almost positive it's because I wasn't fueling properly. Yeah, and, not and my muscles properly, just like mm-hmm. my muscles just like broke down. Um and I was like I kinda took a lot of pride in like seeing how many calories I burned during my run. And it's not like I was like, oh, I'm burning so many more calories. Like, this is awesome. And it is awesome. But at the same time, it was not healthy.
1: That's what I was going to say. It sounded like more of an unhealthy focus on, you know, the reason. Like running, you should run because you love to run. You should run because it's something you enjoy doing. I have people say out to me all the time, oh, I'd run, but I really don't like it. I'm like, so don't run. Like, do right. something else. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't run because I, you know, I want to look a certain way. I run because I... It's for my mental health. I enjoy it. It's my alone time sometimes, and sometimes it's my social time, depending on what I'm doing. So, I mean, yeah, but you can definitely get into an unhealthy, uh, you know, I guess, view, view or attachment to, like, running for the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah. I think if you find yourself running because you want to burn a certain amount of calories or the main reason you run is to lose weight and you find yourself in an unhealthy kind of pattern of like, I'm going to push myself harder because I want, I like ate that cookie and I shouldn't have had that cookie. Or, you know, you find yourself like pushing yourself too much for reasons that you shouldn't be pushing yourself. Um, Or like running as like a form of punishment for Mm -hmm. like maybe some unhealthy eating then I think you need to take a step back and like reassess your running goals. Right. So maybe focus on like, I think it's totally fine if you want to lose weight and running is your way of doing that. As long as you're doing it in a healthy way and you're coming up with a plan where you can increase your running uh, at a normal rate. I think it's like upping your mileage by like no more than 10% per week. Correct. Yes. And you're not running as a way of punishing yourself. If you're running because you enjoy it and it's helping you shed some pounds and you're feeling good, like that's awesome. Keep at it. But if you do find yourself in some of those kind of unhealthy patterns of thinking, um, I would say like twist your focus on like non-weight related goals. So instead of trying to run to burn 500 calories, run because you're trying to hit a new PR. Or mm-hmm. you're trying to build healthier habits, or you're trying to just feel stronger in general. Just like kind of change your mindset of thinking and your goals from I want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is, to I want to feel stronger and be better and live a healthier yeah. life.
1: Obviously, if there's some like uh, deeper like, body image issues going on it might not just be, be as easy as like flipping a switch and changing your train of thought but of if, if it just if it becomes like you notice and you're like whoa like I'm becoming really obsessive about this like maybe I should take a step back like those are all really great suggestions and on the flip side I mean I know we're talking about body image but like there's times where I've justified like and this isn't healthy either but I've justified well I, I'll eat I'm gonna go for a you know 10 mile run later I don't care I'll you know, drink an extra glass of wine or whatever it is. So I, and I've done that a lot too, even when I'm going to, I just keep saying I'm going to start trail running, but I have to drive like an hour and 15 minutes to the trail. But anyway, when I, <laughs> when I, when I start trail running, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be out there and sweating and trail running is like, you know, it's a little bit more technical. It burns more calories. Like I'll be fine. Like I don't, you know, I can fit into this bridesmaid dress by the October. It'll be great. Like those are still unhealthy ways of thinking. Do you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I'm, I'm justifying, how I'm treating my body and, you know, enjoying things in moderation, which is fine, but enjoying things maybe a little outside of moderation because I'm saying oh, I'm going to run later too. So right. it is a flip side to it.
0: And I think though there will be good and bad days. Like I've had that too. I've had days where I'm just like enjoying running and I'm doing it because I love it and I'm feeling good and I'm not thinking at all about like the... Way things on my body are bouncing when I'm running or anything like that and then I have days where I kind of fix on it more and I'm thinking about the number of steps I'm taking a day or Mm -hmm. the calories that I'm burning throughout my run and that's okay uh like that's gonna happen
1: yeah uh I think I think that's that's normal like and I don't know how I mean I think guys Process this this way too. Like I don't. I feel out of shape. I need to start get back to the gym. I need to like go back to running. If like whatever. I've heard. I've had guys say that to me. Um, but like so as a female, like sometimes like you said, you're running and you're feeling a little squishy. Like <laughs> it, it can like get into your head a little bit. Yeah. You know? And I don't. And that's oh, that's there's a normal. Point of, like, where that's like, oh, this is that's just fine. And then the next day, you're like, okay, I'm cool. Like, I don't know. It was just, I was super humid out and whatever. <laughs> like, but, um, once you be it, that becomes like, an, that's why you're running and your focus is, I got to get rid of this and I want a flatter stomach or I want toned legs or whatever. And you keep fixating on that as you're the reason that you're pushing yourself out the door, then that's when it's unhealthy,
0: right? And I think the general goal is to just like, Notice that that's what's happening Um, and try to just, you know, like keep your head up and tomorrow's another day. You'll wake up and you'll tackle it, try to tackle it differently and just try to stay positive about it. Um, And also know that if you're weighing yourself, like the number on a scale can be very deceiving, especially if you, if you haven't been running and you start running, like you're working different muscles, you're building new muscle. So, It's, it's not always like
1: your body. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no. Like people always say like muscle weighs more than fat and it's, it really is like I've seen myself weigh the same amount, but look completely different just because I've been, I have more muscle or less muscle.
1: And it does change the way, like when I first started running back in, like, like consistently back in two thousand fourteen, I I dropped like a good, probably. I mean, I don't have. I'll be clear. Like, I'm a smaller human in general. I don't have a lot of weight to lose ever. But a five pound weight loss or weight gain on me is obvious because I am like a shorter, smaller person. So like, I I think I lost like six pounds or something like that. And like, I was like, oh, this is great. Running's awesome for you know. I had just had my second child like I thought it was a great weight loss thing and my friend um I remember her saying to me she's like don't worry you'll gain it back I'm like ha 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 you're funny you know what I mean like no I, this is my lifestyle now but like I started justifying like I can eat those you know sweet potato fries mm-hmm. I just went for a run and all of a sudden I weighed probably as much as I did in like my second trimester <laughs> so, I mean it, but it wasn't like I looked that way I gained muscle too do you know what I mean? Right. So it, it just, your body is going to change. Ch- running does change your body. Um, but the key is proper fueling and the key is making sure that, like, you know, you appreciate your body for what it can do. You appreciate your body for the fact that it can go 10 miles, you know? 100%.
0: And yeah. I think just making overall health more important than, like, short-term changes, like, short-term yeah. weight loss goals, um, but to oh, yeah. to what you were saying before, like I've I've talked to a lot of runners that have actually said that they tend to gain weight during marathon training. Yes, because they need to fuel more and hydrate more. Um, and I think also some people make the mistake of I can eat way more than I used to because I'm training. Right, and it's it's that it, you have to find that right balance. Where whereas I did not fuel enough and ended up getting injured during my first few races, like you can overfuel. And
1: then Absolutely.
0: you may end up having, being like a little sluggish on your runs.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, or fueling with the wrong stuff. Just yes. be, like, I I don't eat a lot of junk food. I, I drink a lot of wine. I don't eat a lot of junk food, but I love Fries. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love French fries too. I love fries. Um like I can't help it. And like especially when I'm in longer distance training, I will be like, Yeah, I ate carbs, that carb will load like you have to find and do it properly. Like you can't just willy nilly be like eating fried chicken because you ran you right, know, right twenty miles or something. Um you have to do it in a nutritious way. And it is it is hard balance. I have to say that is probably the hardest part. Fueling is probably the hardest part of long distance running.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if you, you probably have the same issue as me because you're gluten free, but I, especially when I travel for races, I have a hard time like carb loading because I can't have pasta and bread and that kind of stuff unless they have a gluten free option. Um, So I've, I've had to train my body to work on kind of fewer carbs. Like fries. Like fries, <laughs> or but like or healthier carbs, like fruit right. is a great carbohydrate. Um, right. Or like gluten free oatmeal. Like I tend to always
1: bring my. I own do oatmeal like oatmeal as long as it's like not super fibrous. Like don't go for steel cut oats on the morning of a race, or you might like poop your pants. Yeah, like make sure <laughs> they're like soaked rolled oats or something. Um, but like yeah, I can't eat a lot of fruit because my it upsets my stomach. So I do stick to like some of the unhealthier carbs when I don't have options because it's I can function on eating fries as opposed to eating a bowl of wheat pasta do you know what I mean right um so yeah I think sometimes dietary issues do come into play there yeah for sure and we can
0: I mean if if you guys are interested in kind of like what we use as fuel with all of our dietary restrictions that we have between the two of us I'm sure we could talk for like hours about that um but that's I think for another episode um but yeah I think overall like I I mean, I've looked back at some race photos of me from my earlier days. Um, I was definitely heavier when I started running than I am now. Um, And I look back at some of those photos sometimes and I'm like, oh my God, like I was so chubby there. But I should be able to look back at those photos and be like, that was my first race. Like I was so strong there. Right. Um, So that's like a mindset thing that I need to think about. And also like, know like, use it as a point of reference for how far I've come and like how much I've done since those races and like how much healthier I am now than I was when I first started on my running journey. Um, I just said journey and now I hate myself, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, um, no, but to a point there, like I think some people also, cause we're talking about body image and some people think I'm not a runner. My, I'm like, or I wouldn't be able to do that because I'm not, you Know in shape, or I'm not like thin, or I'm not tall and don't have long legs, or whatever your excuse is, your mm-hmm. justification is. And anybody, like, if, if you want to run and you're medically cleared to run and have no injuries, like, you should, there's no reason why you can't. Right. Anybody can train to run long distance, like, um. Great example, and this is kind of touching on something else, but there's a local runner here that I know, um, and he's just, in the last two years, gone from um, having substance abuse issues. I believe he was an alcoholic, uh, definitely had some weight to lose, too, just because he was not eating and fueling properly, and he fought, you know, the addiction and decided he wanted to change his life, and um, he still battles with it, but, like, he, he runs instead, and... Um, just, it's just incredible because he, I think he often thinks like two years ago, I would have never thought I'd be where I am right now. And he's like, like doing the high peaks in the Adirondacks, like that's he's awesome. just phenomenal. So you don't have to have a certain body type to run. Um,
0: you yes. just need to
1: have, you know, the, the will and, you know, the ability to go out and step out your front door. If you start by walk running, that's, that's, we all have to start somewhere.
0: You know? 100%. And, you know, Sorry. I think a lot of the, um, a lot of the elite runners have, you see them and you think like running is a specific body type, like mm-hmm. tall and lean, like exactly what you're saying. But just like you're saying, that's not always true. Like I, I am five, seven, like I have pretty long legs and I have friends, I mean, a, Even you, like I have so many, like are you calling me tiny? I have so many (laughs) tiny little friends that are so much faster than me, and it it just like astounds me. Like I don't know if you guys can just like churn your legs over faster because you don't have as (laughs) much. I don't know. I I think it's always
1: like (laughs) if you ever been paying attention to like a, a race when you're running and you see somebody run past you, it's not you know the. 17-year-old male that's always running past me, sometimes it's like a freaking 65-year-old guy with a little bit of a beard gut, and he's freaking moving it along. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, there is no specific running body type. Like, that is no more clear than when you're running a race and you get passed by somebody who you would have never, ever, like, profiled as a runner.
0: Exactly. Like, look around at your next race and just see how many different body types there are and it's it's amazing like I just that's what I love so much about running is that anybody can do it and whether you're fast at it or slow at it or whether you do marathons or ultras or stick with just like one mile like you're a runner and you have a runner's body exactly um and then I one last thing I want to talk about um is comparisons oh yeah so just like especially with social media being what it is it's so easy to see a picture of somebody running and being like i wish i looked like that or you know something and Mm -hmm. just as we were saying before like especially so so social media like it's so curated Everybody's oh my God. Looking. I
1: always pick the best photo. Exactly.
0: To on, right? Like you want, you want the most flattering picture of you. So like, just because I post a picture of myself, that's super flattering. Doesn't mean I don't have unflattering pictures where I don't look that great, where it right. looks like, you know, I have some flab on me or whatever. Um, it comparing yourself to others is there's absolutely no point in doing it. It's just gonna make you feel bad about yourself. Comparison mm-hmm. really is the thief of joy. That's a saying. That's so 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 true. It is so true. Um, and if if you see someone that you, that inspires you, um, that's on a similar to journey as you, and you just say, "I want to be like strong like that person. I want to run a race like that person." That's awesome. But don't ever look at somebody and make like look at that picture and feel bad about yourself
1: right no I totally agree and I say that I post like the most flattering photos and that's true like 80% of the time but I do try to be mine like to share real things like the scars on my stomach Mm -hmm. from the surgery and um you know just sometimes unflattering race photos I've shared more recently just because I've gotten sick of like all of the curated crap
0: yeah and I think it's important and I think. You know, that's a new goal for me is I want to be more mindful of sharing kind of the reality of things and not always choosing the most flattering picture because I think it's important. And the more of us that do that, the better it's going to be for everybody else. Like I think everybody knows in the back of their mind that Instagram is and Facebook and all this stuff is like super curated, but it's still hard sometimes.
1: Um it it's so it really is and I know that like you said everybody knows that but people tend to get fixated on stuff and think like oh you're so this or you're so fast or you're so that it's like I really hope that there and I think there is a trend where Instagram is going to take it being more real and stop being a little bit more curated like yes it's nice to not have like a blurry picture but like I, I really want it to become something where we can all, like I, I joined it because I needed a community and I needed support. And that was back in like 2013, 14, whatever it was. And now I feel like it's just, everything's very pretty and it's mm-hmm. really damaging for your, that mindset, you know, especially when it comes to body image. And like, I hope that it starts to take a trend where that's less of a thing and it's more of a, let's just really share our lives and what's going on and the nitty gritty shit.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we sign off, I just want to say that if you do struggle with body image issues, um, whether it's related to your running or not, talk to somebody about it. There's no harm. Right. Nobody's going to judge you. Um, but it, it's better for you to feel comfortable with your body. If you are running, you are strong and amazing and beautiful and you're a rock star and you should feel that way.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But yeah, thanks for listening to this super heavy kind of topic today, but I think it's an important one to talk about.
1: Me too. Um, Because we all do struggle and we don't talk about it enough. And and I think, you know, just to nail the point home, like you might look at either Nicole and I and think like, Obviously, we have a podcast called Runners Who Wine. You have Instagram and blogs that focus on running. We're super fit, but we, we still struggle with things that we don't like about ourselves or, you know, and we have to reframe that. You know, we're not perfect, and I'm going to start trying to be less perfect on Instagram, just so you guys know, <laughs> and, and feel that, too.
0: Same Zs.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like also to apologize for the constant dinging that's going on. I'm getting like 1,200 Facebook messengers. And if I mute them, I also mute you. Oh. So that doesn't work for me. <laughs>
0: You just gotta stop being so popular, Anne Marie. It's not, it's
1: not. It's
0: Anne Marie's like, I'm gonna work no. really hard to be normal and beautiful, but just ignore the 500 messages that I'm getting because I'm so popular.
1: Oh my God, guys, I'm so popular. <laughs> I cannot with myself. <sighs>
0: <laughs> just kidding just kidding
1: no it's it's a uh, bachelorette party planning <laughs> oh boy I can't escape so I'm sorry about that
0: <laughs> well I hope the bachelorette party ends up being fun I hope your yes. cats end up being okay and we are going to be back in two weeks to share how to t- it's kind of the opposite of what we're talking about now right but we're to yeah. talk about how to get um, capture some good running photos, but not not necessarily flattering, just like how to capture a running photo. Right. I think (laughs) I get
1: asked constantly, how is it? How do you take your pick? Like who takes your picks for you? And it's like, I do. Okay. (laughs) Um, but we'll, we'll share all of our tips and tricks for getting like good pictures while you're out on the run.
0: Yes. Good pictures, unflattering pictures, just pictures of you running in general.
1: Right. Yeah. All your running glory. yes (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. All right, bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.